This is the Becoming Truth podcast with Conscious Channel Jean Christian, words of inspirational guidance for an awakening humanity. I'm going into guidance right now around this question of the pipeline and all the the controversy happening right now to do with the blockade, needing guidance and counsel on where to stand with all this, who to support and how, what is our role. This question's coming from from many people. So listen in now. This is a picture of several truths standing all together. This is a picture of the truths of many people standing all together. It is hard to find the one truth. It is hard to define the one truth truth, the one voice of truth. There are many voices of truth here. The right way is to be able to take the time for those in power to take the time to come as close together in resonance with these voices of truth, yet honoring the differences and honoring that they won't merge, that they're not going to merge. This is an obvious answer, and the obvious wrong is that this time is not being taken. There is again the strongest, loudest voice crushing the other voices. What needs to be stood for by the observers, by those within and without, is this understanding that there are always a way, there is always a way for all these voices, all these needs to work together. There is always a way for collaboration for compromise, for coming as close together as possible with the final result of a true unity. A unity of a sense of identity that is you are as I. We are together, the same as each other upon this earth with vastly different histories, vastly different purposes, and vastly different characters. Yet in the end, the same earth, the same humanity, the same direction. The thing to stand for here is that the time wasn't taken to find that most wise ideal 
stance. That any voice that is being silenced by force must be supported. Not necessarily what they think needs to happen, not necessarily the details of what they're saying in their version of the fight, if you would call it, but by the very fact that they need to be held in equality and held as a voice of validity and truth in and of themselves to the same stature, to the same balance, the same importance as all the other voices. This is in the, the spirit of consensus. Consensus is a wisdom process. Those voices may never say the same thing, and they may never conclude the same thing or have the same intention, but the intention on all parties needs to be to find as close as it can come to be a workability that did not lose respect, did not crush, did not dominate, did not force. Therefore, the stance to take in the question who to support must be the ones who are being silenced. Again, not in what they want, necessarily, or what they're saying needs to happen, not in all the details exactly, but just by the very fact that they need to be held in equality, they need to be seen as a pillar of true voice alongside of the other pillars of true voice. This is the important distinction for those that are standing in the sidelines or those that are trying to direct where the focus goes. It's the method, not the result. It is the way of communication, of listening, of holding the other as kin, as equal, knowing that the other has a component of the way just as much as you have a component of the way. And the time that it takes to merge those components into the shape they will take. Supporters of truth must speak up when that is not happening. When one component of the final picture is being silenced and not allowed. The final picture will be incomplete and it will be wrong because it excluded an important part of what itself is, what was needed. The voice of the Wet'suwet'en is a strong and true part of the final picture. The voice of the industry is a strong, important part of the final picture. All the voices have equal strength and validity and are part of the final picture. The process of consensus is to take the time, take the 
leadership of those that can provide for that time and direct that time for all these voices to find their place much like creating a puzzle of disparate pieces until the final picture can be seen by all equally. It goes like this. It includes this. It discludes that. Not everyone's full vision is represented, but enough of everyone's vision is represented. The confusion can be in the details as to what to support. But when one voice overpowers another, then it throws the whole process backwards, more into needing to oppose the method rather than the details. The method of the picture finding needs to be returned to square one, rather than the picture that needs to take shape by everyone's voice being part of it. Everyone's hand is shaping the clay. No hand should be pushed away, or the picture won't be whole. To those asking what is their role, the role needs to be to speak to the truth of what the heart knows, Whenever this comes forward, whenever the situation arises, to speak to the truth of what the heart knows, what the wisdom knows, not what the emotion knows, but what the heart knows. Not what the rational mind knows, but what the wisdom knows. Everyone in the room is part of the one being that must leave the room. Everyone in the room is part of the one picture that must arise from the creation in that room. This is an old, old story unfolding. A story repeated even further back than anyone will ever remember. The battle of the voices the conquering, the crushing of one voice over another, always resulting in an incomplete picture that can't go forward very far. What is the good in all this? What is happening right now that's different than what it was before? How can we hold this in an understanding of what's What's coming out of this? What's this giving to us at this time? And God's saying that this is different than ever before. This is the, the look of, the process of this merging of cultures, of the ending, the ending of this old story. This very struggle that's in place is not between just cultures. There are many faces in these voices. There are many merging cultures already in this. That 
everybody hears everybody else. Everybody looks around and sees already the togetherness of so many different peoples. Everybody is hearing. The whole world is hearing this. And this is the real character of humanity at this time, is that the whole world sees the whole picture. The whole humanity sees so much of itself all over. There is so much blending and melting, and there is so much ending. There is so much ending of this old story of domination, of one voice empowered over another. One can have the belief, the faith, the comfort to know that this is is what's unfolding. Great virtue is arising out of this, and great unifying is arising out of this. Even though this is tragic, perhaps, this is very healing, very healing to the very peoples. To be stood beside by those of the other cultures and supported and believed in and being led by or being leaders to. This is the very process of evolving towards that consensus understanding whereby in the future everyone will look around and they will see this blended genetic face and it will become a laughable question where are you from what's your story culturally humanity is moving towards the one face the one identity the one mergent self the cultural war the domination superiority is all fast changing and this is the look of it this very bright and strong response this very country these very young people these very people working together are building something precious and strong and true don't despair but see that see that something bright and strong and true is emerging from all this a healing is actually occurring in many of these people are being touched deep in some place within them and empowering even in the look of being not empowered the response to being dominated is healing them they know it's not true they know it's not a final domination they know they're being supported not to be dominated Take hope, try to have the greatest picture possible as you give voice to your heart and to your wisdom. And know that all the voices in the end are going to recognize the same thing. The marvel of the enjoined picture, whereas everyone in the room is part of the picture that will sustain itself and go on and on and not have a short life, but a long life of true victory where peoples learn that each unique path 
was part of the one path. The bigger picture here for both the earth and for humanity is the only place of refuge, the only place to stand strong and to stand as witness and participant with wisdom. The earth poisoned, torn, changed, has a much deeper story in itself, a much deeper life force and a much greater evolution. It has its own story, its own evolution. It has the ability to enfold, to heal, to transform, to include, to continue on its very own path, which is as a substrate and a foundation for all beings and all life. It has built into it a power unimaginable and a life force untapped by understanding. There is very little that can be done to this earth that would create a permanent marring the earth enfolds, overtakes, transforms, digests, mutates. The earth molds itself according to its own laws. And as guardians of the earth and caretakers and lovers of the earth, we are commissioned to give to the earth what it needs, to tend to it as it is, to work with it in such a way that we're working with its laws and working with its own systems. Humanity, many times over, has not done that. But this is a scratch on the surface of the Earth's life force and body. The marring is more on the human soul, on the human contract as caregivers of the earth. And the karma, the damage, is more done there in the temporary picture, the smaller picture. If the earth is silenced or poisoned, contaminated, then it is the immediacy of the living that feels the effects. And this is important. But in this greater understanding of the earth as beingness, this passes, digests, integrates, heals, and has done so many times 
not only from the hand of man, but by its own gestures of evolving. The release of chemicals of chemistry that extinguishes life is done by itself of its own accord in its own evolution. And that very chemistry is digested, mutated, shifted, and changed to support life. Evolution has great drama, great crisis built into its very interplay. The bigger picture of the earth is strive individually and culturally to tend to the earth and understand its own laws and work with it. And if that is overridden and if that is lost, then to stand back and know you can only do what you can do in your own world, in your own part of the earth and in your own patterns of life. How do you tend to the earth in your own lifestyle? And how do you teach that to the people around you and to the children? It mostly sits on the human heart and human soul, their interaction with the earth. Therefore, it's up to the individual to live with the earth according to its laws, to work with it as a conscious embodiment of universal being. Knowing that the damage is done will heal, but not to create any of that damage by your own actions. The bigger picture of refuge also sits there then, in the actions of humanity, the old story that apparently repeating, silencing the voices judging and holding in superiority one culture over another, one voice over another, letting wealth and power have the strongest voice. This old story that is so very old and so very repeated, to speak the truth of your own beliefs, of your own beliefs in equality and unity, to not just focus this upon a racial group, but in all relationship. The greatest action to take in light of all of these things is your own actions. Do you silence any voices? Do you live in consensual relationships? Do you have the patience to wait and hear all the speakers, all the people, and hear what they're believing, what they're saying? Do you wait with others and lead others to wait with you to find the common picture, the picture that brings in the most of everyone's vision or the best of everyone's vision? with an equal amount of letting go and compromise by all. Speaking to that politically, speaking to that in community and to others, that the most important factor here is the unified understanding of the validity of all voices, of all peoples, of all ways, and the time and the patience that we must take to 
feel that weave and spiral into a unified picture. To do one's best to live that in your own life, to speak that way, capital W, way, to others, to your own relationships, to your own areas of impact, and your own areas where your voice is heard. In this consensus process, there is no war. There can be no opposition. There can only be listening and finding. There can only be the belief that the resultant decision and the resultant picture needs to hold components of everyone present. And the belief and the intention that everyone present has a validity and a purpose and a special offering to give to the final decision and the final picture. This is the way of advanced humanity. This is the way of unified humanity. And it isn't here now, is it? It is far from here now, but it is what is spearing and breaking through as a sprout growing from the soil of this time. This is where you stand in hope and in purpose and in action, is nurturing that sprout. Nurturing it in your family, in your partnership, with your partner, with your community, with your meetings that you go to. Study consensual process. The process of this consensus. Understand its philosophy. And practice it one by one, two by two, group by group. In that consensus, there is no registration of superiority or subjugated. There is only equality. And there is only valuing every person that walks in the door, everyone that has the courage and sense of purpose to speak at all and present their belief. Life slows down. Patience is required. There cannot be Decisions forced by time pressures. And in the consensus understanding of life and relationship, both personally, politically, large-scale, small-scale, is the belief that the only decision, the only picture that can sustain itself and move on without failure, is one that includes everyone present. This is where you stand strong, where you stand in hope and not in despair. And this is where you can also hear the words, this is budding and growing in humanity now, in this age of communication, which is the perfect format for consensus, where voices are heard 
Out of the shadows now, voices are heard from everywhere, from every source and culture. In this new age that is beginning of absolute communication, there is a unifying, very powerful tide of unifying force. No voices can be silenced, really, anymore, even if actions are taken, such as just happened. No voices are actually silenced. They are heard. They are imprinted as never before, and they have changed the outcome. They are forces in evolution now. Believe that. Hold that in your heart. Celebrate that. Know that the denied voices apparently in the political situation that's occurred right now, with the Unistoten blockade being charged, broken, with all the wrongness that's held there, Know that it just exemplified those voices. The voices got louder that you think are silenced. They're booming all over the world now. They're not silenced at all. There's a precedent set. There's an energy released. A volcano flowing out from the depth of the unconscious human being. Have faith. Have strength. And know there is everything that you can do. Tend to the very laws of wisdom, of communication within your own self and within your own family and your own relationships. Project this belief, this thought and this picture of unified consensual decision-making decision-finding, put it out there. And know that what is evolving now is truly the one face of mergent humanity that carries every story, every trauma, every victory, every cathedral, every devastation. It carries it all in itself. It is all moving forward. And be not afraid to stand in the bigger picture within yourself. To withstand the winds of the current storms. 